the impudence, the audacity, the unmitigated gall of those knuckleheads of liberty podcasters daring to voice opinions outside the mainstream of accepted thought. Listen, if you dare, it's angry, it's funny, it's even sometimes sad, but it's always based on freedom and justice, as you will see. Here's our host, Jason McPhee. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. We are coming at you on January 19, 2022, and we've actually managed to survive a year of the Biden administration, which, you know, who knew? <laughs> I wasn't sure to tell you the truth. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we still got three more years, uh, maybe, uh, unless uh, President Harris uh, decides to step in. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, uh, before we get to any of the topics of our show today, let me introduce you to our panel. In our upper left-hand corner, we have our screaming eagle of freedom, Tim Everett. He is a retired, or excuse me, he is a pilot in the state of California. And in our upper right-hand corner, we have Leon, the word Brathwaite, last word in liberty. He is a retired engineer in the state of California. My name is Jason McPhee, and I'll be your host today. Uh, so this is just kind of a hodgepodge show. We have a few different issues to talk about in this one. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, uh, you know, one of the craziest things that, uh, you know, we've been going through is this race obsession that we've been getting from the left on just everything viewed through the lens of race. And, and so one of the topics that happened last year, and we just didn't have a chance to get to it, was uh, uh, crazy quarterback Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, he... He apparently did a Netflix special, and in that Netflix special, it was a sort of a little bit of a supposed to be a kind of a bio on his growing up and such, and and his journey into the NFL. And um, if you remember Colin Kaepernick, he is the quarterback who became famous not not so much for his play on the field, but for taking a knee on the sidelines yes. <laughs> during the national yes. anthem. And uh, you know, so we've talked about him a little bit on the show before. Uh, but not this Netflix special. And and, um, and so, anyways, everything became about race around him. And so, of course, what else would we expect from the Netflix special? And in the Netflix special, um, when he gets to talking about the NFL, he uh, – and maybe we could get the visual on this one. Uh, so he actually compares the NFL uh, draft uh, and combine – uh, to essentially slavery and and he equates uh, players being evaluated for a draft where they're going to be selected and paid millions of dollars to play a sport that everybody in the country loves to watch on Sundays. Uh, you know, he literally is saying that that was the equivalent of slavery. And uh, this is a scene from the actual um, show, and uh, it literally has. Uh, these guys uh, who are supposed to be uh, representing like NFL players and this is supposed to be like the uh, the GM or the head coach coming around and uh, checking them out to see if they're you know uh, the, the right material and, you know just just one of the things right off the top of my head is you know there's there's a fair number of white guys playing in the NFL too. yeah well they, they, I guess they're slaves too I guess. But, uh, you know, just the absurdity. I I, I just can't imagine that anybody takes this stuff seriously. Uh, You guys have any thoughts on this, uh, this lunacy? You know, you know, uh, this is so much into the, the mind and thinking in our society today. 
I find this so offensive, you wouldn't believe, okay? Personally offensive, because I have no connection to American slavery, but I do have connection to slavery outside the United States. And when you think about the horror and suffering that our ancestors went through to get to this point in our lives, in our development, in our journey of liberty, to then have that compared to these athletes, the process, the, the, the NFL draft, where athletes are checked out and tested and given million dollar contracts at the end, and, and also the endorsements that give them the, the kind of living that many of us will wish for, to have that compared to the suffering and the horror of slavery is beyond lunatic. Is, is beyond any sort of lunacy that you can imagine. And this Colin Kaepernick, who have enjoyed the fruits of the labor of our ancestors, is now comparing his well-being, his success, whatever little success he had in the NFL, he's now comparing that to the slavery that his ancestors suffered through. It's just unimaginable to me. This guy is insane. And Netflix is further insane to be putting this kind of garbage on, on, on the television for us, for us to see. This is unbelievable. Oh, I, I think it's a human trait because I remember when I was at St. John's Elementary School, a good Catholic <clears throat> boy, and I was uh, lined up to be picked by the two captains of whatever team it was going to be. Uh, that we were picking teams for <clears throat> it was kind of a similar thing, you know. They they lined us up, and and you had to be uh, you know subjected to the decision making of the captain of the team. So uh, <clears throat> maybe it's a human trait. This whole picking of of uh, members of teams or or something. I don't know. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, Leon, you said. I can't add to that, actually, that, that, but, unless I'm being silly. But, you know, just to add to what you're saying, Tim, I, I mean, you know, the idea of, of people standing there to be evaluated, that's what everybody does who goes to any kind of a job, exactly. right? I mean, I mean, you, you know, employers don't just say, don't just close their eyes and say, okay, when I open up, whoever's standing in front of me is going to be my employee. I mean, yeah. I mean they, they, they scrutinize, you know, because it's a risk that they're taking when they hire somebody and they want to make they? Sure they get a return on it. You know, I, I don't understand how, how athletes are being, I guess, put on a pedestal here compared to every other occupation. You know, a, you know, when I go to a job interview, there might be another 15 people who are competing for that same position. And I've got to go in, tell them about my story and about why they should pick me over all these guys. That's essentially what these guys are doing as athletes. It's just that they speak with their athletics. So that's what has exactly. to be <laughs> measured on the field. So, and you know, and you know, and this, and the foot up, Tim, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off, Tim? And no. the further absurdity about this, even in our personal lives, look at the selection of our wife or our husband. I mean, sure, we don't put on, sit down in our mind and say, well, maybe I should take Jane, I should take that one, I should take the other one, whatever. Or maybe both. <laughs> or maybe both if you could, right? Maybe both if you could. But the fact mm. of the matter is, the fact of the matter, you go through life, you meet different people, and along the way, you make a selection, 
as to which one of these persons you want to spend your life with. It's the same process. You're, well, I, right? You just go I, through the process and you select one person out of whoever it is your, your whoever your population is your you're choosing from. And then this idiot have to come along and say this is nothing but slavery. God help us. You mean to tell us, Leon, that you don't line up the prospective women naked with chains <laughs> on? <laughs> hey, Leon, damn, if you were paying damn, <laughs> I should have thought about that. <laughs> Leon, if you were offering million dollar contracts, I'll bet you there'd be a lot who'd be willing to line up. Of course. <laughs> hey, we have something from from Gloria. <laughs> what? I, I can't uh, uh let's see when what you guys read I it, would most I would... desire would be the separation of white and black races yeah she's giving us uh quotes from lincoln that are from lincoln. Uh, yeah <clears throat> there's the other one yeah she's <clears throat> she sounds sounds like tom woods he's quick to point these little things out about lincoln well you know listen okay it is true. It is true that you can say that Lincoln did not did not um, fight the Civil War. Did not persecute the Civil War to um, to free slavery, to free slaves. He was there. He, his his main goal was to um, <coughs> preserve the Union, but the Union ruptured because of slavery. So it was really an indirect. It was an indirect um, attempt at, at emancipation of the slaves. It was not direct. It is true, and I'm sure if you're gonna judge Lincoln in its in, in its entirety, if you're gonna judge him by today's standards, oh sure, you probably want to cancel him. Some of these idiots probably want to cancel him, but he was living in his times, and he did what was necessary to be done to end up with the emancipation of Black Americans out of the bondage of slavery, and we should thank him for this. Okay, we really should. Uh oh, yeah, you're silent, Tim. Uh, you're muted. <laughs> I was coughing again. Uh, yeah, I want to thank Gloria for pointing out the, you know, these little inconsistencies uh, with Lincoln because they're very true. And uh, that, you know, but again, Leon brings up the the counter the counterpoint that uh, yeah, you know, he did a lot to end the the whole institution. So anyway, here we are uh, now. If you're going to make a million dollars, uh, you have to be selected for the team, and you got to line up. And uh, I hope I hope all the future NFL players will be wearing chains while they're lined up in front of the the team captain. Well, I, if if they're going to pay me uh, millions per year and endorsements, I'll take those yeah. gold yeah. chains. <laughs> chain. Me too. Yeah, me yeah, too. I'll wear the chains too. Yeah, I'll wear the chains too. Yeah, yeah. I'll pro I'll probably wear them. Even as a descendant of slaves, I'm probably with them. <laughs> I'll even put them on my feet, too, matter yes. of fact. There you go. I mean, the, the key distinction here is choice, right? And, I mean, that's what we're talking about with all these. Uh, yes. you, know, you can you can say that, uh, you know, maybe that, you know, maybe it's bad that some kids get, you know, funneled towards sports, you know, without maybe getting a, a good uh, – chance at academics maybe or something maybe the system failed some of these guys along the way but the bottom line is these guys who make it to this point 
that they're literally being offered million dollar contracts and i you know it's and it's a choice for them and, and they could have you know stepped down at any point along the way and said hey you know, there, there's something else I'd rather be doing. I'll I'll take the chains of that accounting job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> being locked to the desk, you know, every day. Yeah, I want to see some chains. There's the yeah. chains right there. Yeah. There you go. But well, we uh, shouldn't we shouldn't conflate the failures in our education system, and and there are many, quite frankly, right now. Yeah. We shouldn't conflate that with slavery. Okay, yeah. those are just failures that we have had. We have had ongoing. Uh, but people like Colin Kaepernick is going to see this as some kind of Oh my goodness! Some good conspiracy to to hold the black man in in this place, you know. That's Colin Kaepernick thinking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, let's uh, jump to a related story, and this is something we we talked about uh, on a previous show, and it's also related to slavery as well. Um, but uh, we, we were trying to um, have this sort of a new segment where we call it Libertarian uh, Corner. And it's just to really dig into an issue. And so we started digging into an issue and we realized we didn't have enough time <laughs> to get through the whole issue. And so uh, we decided on our on our second shows now we're, we're, we're going to try and run this issue so we can go long if, if need be. Uh, we can open up an overtime session after the normal half hour of the show. So um, yeah, but, but anyways, uh, the, the issue it, was uh, in the words you- <laughs> in the words of Tonto. What do you mean? We white man. Uh, Tim is uh, sort of uh, trying to uh, foreshadow or illustrate that in that last uh, episode, he wasn't on the good end of the argument. (laughs) 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 We're trying to explore. I'll I'll, I'll stay here and take it like a man, okay? (laughs) Hey, actually, I can can probably argue a few points on your side too, but, Mm. but, uh, uh, but the issue was we were talking about uh, the, the Uyghurs in uh, in China and the idea that Joe Biden had signed some uh, uh, restrictions, I guess, on trade uh, to acknowledge uh, the the uh, slave conditions that some of those people are being put into and some of the abuse that they are being put into um, and uh, to say, hey, look, well, you know, any product from that area of China are going to have restrictions on them. Uh, and, uh, you know, so the question really becomes from a libertarian point, do we really need or want government to step in and regulate trade? Is there situations uh, that, that should require that? Because for most libertarians, it's laissez-faire. You make the decision yourself whether or not to trade with somebody else. But what about in the case of, uh, you know, some country and they've got all their people in chains and they, you know, they're making products and they're selling to you at a bargain? And uh, what what appears to be a bargain, but if they're at the cost of slave labor overseas, uh, is that uh, is that okay then? And and should a government put up restrictions against trade with that type of a place? And uh, maybe we could pull the article up too as well, just so uh, people can uh, see. This was from the uh, Wall Street Journal, and it says Walmart sparks public outcry in China over projects from the Xinjiang pro- uh, um, province. And so I guess that's where a lot of this uh, abuse is happening. And it's kind of weird because there's people in China who are upset in the other direction that they don't have opportunities to get products in these Walmart stores that are in China from that area of the country because they're trying to follow Biden's prescriptions for stuff in the U.S. So, and, 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 and Jason, this is this is your name <laughs> even here in the United States. I mean, in our history, that is. <clears throat> 
uh, most okay. of the cotton that was being that was being used in the, in in the United States was was done in the South through slave labor. So it's it's germane here. It's a it's a relevant question. Okay, so I thought about it, Leon. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Jason, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Gloria, are you ready? Um, <clears throat> okay, so what happened was, you know, Leon slyly asked, so you don't think there's any exceptions to uh, the government getting involved in in, uh, in restricting trade of some sort? <clears throat> and so I fell right into his trap and said, no, 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 no exceptions whatsoever. So then... Um, Mr. Pro Professor Leon said, uh, well, what about slavery? And then I go, and then I, I, you know, basically tried to find a hole to crawl down into and hide and uh, a blanket to cover myself up with. Um, so, but I think I've thought of something. Okay. If the whole premise was, um, universal and governments did not get involved in trade, then it would be highly unlikely that a private enterprise could compete because their government would basically be allowing them to interfere in the trade of a, of a slave and their labor, <clears throat> being able to trade their labor for, for, for uh, uh, comp compensation. So, um, so therefore, if you had the whole premise that government never gets involved in restricting uh, trade, that would have to apply also. Governments cannot allow slavery because that's restricting trade. They're allowing the restriction of trade, right? So if... <clears throat> If that were not allowed, there would be no such thing as slavery, because I'll tell you what, slavery didn't just stop because, you know, slavery was just the best economic condition <laughs> you could put people under. Slavery stopped in large part because it's morally reprehensible, but also because it's economically reprehensible. It goes against sound economics. You have to have the interaction of <clears throat> buyers and sellers in all facets to to lift all boats up equal. That's that's how it, it works economically. And um, I think there's plenty of evidence uh, out there. I just saw a recent article about this whole thing explaining away um, the stu economic stupidity of slavery. So therefore, I, th I think you may be able to have a more, you know, of course, you're not going to include slavery because the act of slavery itself is interference in the free market. Should I leave? That's a good answer. That's a good answer to my, um, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good answer. Even though you, you, you long winded and twisted yourself, I thought I would have to help you out, out of your own, out of the quandaries that you have made for yourself. But I would say I, I twisted myself into a pretzel. You, you surely, you surely did. Yeah, <laughs> but <coughs> I would say that um, if you look in our one of our founding documents, which is the Declaration of Independence, it clearly said that we are entitled as human beings, as, cre as, as creatures of of God, 
we are all entitled to that concept of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These are the rights, these are our naturally given rights. The right to life, the right to liberty, and the right to pursue happiness. And anything that violates those principles, those God-given rights, those God-given principles, anything that violates it shall not, should not be allowed. So take slavery, for instance, okay? Slavery clearly violates the principle of liberty. It clearly does. Okay? Not life, but certainly it violates the principle of liberty. So in that sense, in that sense, I think government intervention will be justified in stopping such an action, in stopping the whole institution of slavery, whether it's in China or here in the United States, as, as we once did have here at home. Yeah, hold on. I, I yeah. want to throw up the flag real quick here. I, I do have a few responses I wanted to give, but we are probably, we, we could take this to an overtime. I'd like Tim to get a chance to do good guys with guns before we have our knucklehead uh, noise patrol. And But do you guys want to take this into an overtime? Because I wouldn't mind you know making a few more comments on this. Okay, we could go. We could go. That would be good. All I want to say is that, that Leon, if I was judging this debate, I would give the win to Leon. That, that last, <laughs> that last uh, rem- that reply was excellent. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> it has been judged I'm, before concluding, kind of like the way Fauci operates, right? <laughs> exactly. I, but believe me, nobody nobody wants to change the subject more than me. <laughs> oh, we're going to do we can, I can good guys a good guy with gun. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Are we going to go? Good guys with yeah. guns? Then we're going to go back to Leon obliterating well, well, we, we, Tim we some more. Jump into it just as, as much as we want and, and wrap up. So, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Guys with okay. So, this happened recently, January 11th on a Tuesday morning at 3 30. St. Louis homeowner faced down not one, not two, but five home invaders. When one of the thugs started shooting, the homeowner fired back and the home invaders ran for the lives as shown on surveillance video. And they were all just booking out of there. At least one of the homeowners rounds found its mark, unfortunately. Uh, in Sab- Sabria furlough, the 23-year-old woman accompanied four males on the would-be heist. So unfortunately, she got killed. Now, I, 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 you know, this is unfortunate. Surveillance footage caught much of the scene, yes. Video also showed Mrs. Furlow's four fellow felons didn't stop to render aid. I like that, four fellow felons after she was hit. In fact, they didn't even slow down or look back. Without anyone to provide aid, she died of her wounds. Police said uh, uh, basically they were <coughs> attempting to commit a robbery or home invasion at this residence, Three 3.30 in the morning. Anyway, there you have it. <clears throat> why, why, Tim? Why would you characterize? I mean, it's all this tragic when our life, when our yeah, life it, have to be taken. That's why. Because it's tragic <clears throat> of the, take, the taking of their life. Yes, you know, it's like, <clears throat> so, you know, they're all running away. Uh, so this question about about whether or not that's justifiable. Okay, so right away because they're all, everybody's running. So I mean. Um, and then uh, this this gal gets hit and ki- gets was she killed, running so. away when she was shot? I I don't I don't know the exact details, but uh, I'm surmising that, assuming oh. that. Oh, there I go again. I'm pressing it. <laughs> well, 
well you know um I, I we don't know we don't know what 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 was the exact circumstances of her being shot but she put herself in a very bad situation and even if she was running away i don't know what she was going to do next so i re i really can't have any sympathy for her <clears throat> getting shot even though losing her life her young life is a tragic event but i can't have sympathy for her because she put herself in that position okay okay let's jump to our knucklehead noise patrol uh, uh give us another diversion from our um rather deep argument on the <laughs> on trade <laughs> yes um but this takes us back to a recent knucklehead that we talked about and that is uh our, our supreme court uh our wise latina on the supreme court uh justice sotomayor <laughs> and so um it, during this uh recent discussion uh that we had uh where she was where she was talking about the constitutionality of this OSHA mandate from Joe Biden. She said something that, you know, wasn't necessarily didn't have to be tied to that particular thing, but she voiced kind of an ignorance of the Constitution that was just sort of really surprising from a Supreme Court justice. And what she, what she said um, was, I'm not sure I understand the distinction why states would have the power to institute a mandate such as OSHA's, but the federal government wouldn't. And so, I mean, this this goes right to the Tenth Amendment, apparently, and and that says that the power is not delegated uh, uh, to the United uh, States uh, to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited uh, by it to the states, are reserved uh, to the states respectively uh, or to the people. So, I mean, there's a clear I guess path there for there to be these powers that a state would have that the federal government wouldn't and, and it just seemed really odd to hear a Supreme Court justice sort of wondering out loud about things that are right there in that constitution <laughs> so uh, you guys have any thoughts on this one? You know I have to say I have to say that I'm particularly offended by this woman woman's statement you know why she and I share a birthday <laughs> I'm particularly offended that somebody born on my body could be such a jackass. Oh God, we'll have to we'll have to block we'll have to block that out. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to beep that out. But this, but on a serious note, on a serious note, the 10th Amendment, I believe, is one of the most abused amendments. Because as the federal government keeps on grabbing more and more power and taking away our liberties, it's in clear and direct violation of the 10th Amendment, and they just keep on going at it. And we have Supreme Court justices, this one in particular right now, seem to be ignorant of what was the use and purpose of the 10th Amendment. And this is a real problem in our society, and this is a real problem for our freedom and our liberty. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, that's outrageous uh, that she would, um, that, you know, it belies her, her true feelings about the power of the federal government apparently it's a monarchy or something i mean it's it's not a it's not a federalized uh, constitutionally based um agreement between states that have right. sovereignty right. over themselves and and people also are sovereign people and um and so it just puts you know the importance it's all into the federal government from a, a justice. I mean, that that just shows where she's coming from. I mean, she, that's what what she really wants. She wants 
centralized power, not this distributed power. Um, and and uh, and so I don't trust her. I don't like her. And I have to say that in the first show, I never once mentioned uh, Tulsi Gabbard. So here's my time. I'm going to say <laughs> hello, Tulsi. <laughs> Well, I tell you, we, we uh, with that uh, sweet note, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up uh, this particular uh, regular time of the show. But now we're going to jump to our overtime and just wrap up any other points we had on that whole issue of, um, of the government. Should it be involved in trade? Leon, you'd said that, that you know, you used the Constitution or not, not the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. I think it was. Yes. You said, um, you know, that, uh, you know, it shouldn't be interfering with life liberty or, or, or just promoting that uh I, I i think that's what you were talking about but it's it seemed to me once once you say that there's something that the government's doing to interfere <laughs> with life liberty and, and they're outside of our jurisdiction i guess should it be our government that decides when we should be able to as individuals make those decisions about who to trade with and who not to get i just see that being a huge you know, uh, a camel's nose under the tent, you know, to, to uh, get in there and say, well, you know, uh, uh, these people in this country have, you know, uh, not to have a minimum wage. And oh, my gosh, somebody is working for, you know, uh, two dollars an hour as an intern or something else. And and so, uh, you know, we can't possibly compete against that. So therefore, we shall have a trade barrier against those people to add a tariff uh, for anything coming. I, you know, you could kind of see where I guess there could be these incrementalizations, I guess, where maybe a, a country could be, you know, maybe there is some sort of thing that's not quite slave labor, but maybe maybe governments in some way force people into work situations that's not not quite, you know, as bad as chains, I, I guess. Should we not uh, be in a position as individuals to make those decisions to trade there or not? Okay, let me let me ask let me let me just be clear about what your what your argument is. Are you are you arguing, say for instance, okay, look at one time we had slavery here in the United States. Okay, we acknowledge that. Now, so that was something under the jurisdiction of the United States, and and it, it continued for a long time. I, I don't think you're arguing about the government intervention in that case because it was under our jurisdiction. Is, is am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, I don't think so, because that'd be a clear contradiction to the government edict that, that you're not supposed to do that, and yet they're doing it. And I, I don't know, the government seemed to be all uh, tied in a pretzel, as Tim was saying earlier, <laughs> on its views on slavery, right? I mean, all men are free, and yet not so much, uh, you know. But it, it was still under the same jurisdiction. But uh, I guess, what about in places in other countries? I mean, we just see these varying degrees of freedom around the world. Do we want the government decide our government deciding how free we should be to decide whether or not we want to trade with them based upon the impositions of freedom throughout the world uh, you know it could just be minor transgressions to major transgressions throughout the well, world that's a, that i have to i have to concede to you jason that's a, that's um that's a good point you're raising okay and um and i'm like tim on the last show i don't have a good answer for that one quite frankly because you are right, you are right. The, the transgression is occurring outside our jurisdiction, and then the question then becomes: even if it is slave labor, and and that is the allegation in in um, in, in China, that the, the Uyghurs are, are working on under slave conditions, then should we be buying the products 
given the given the um, the, the the condition of its of its manufacture. Oh God, you, 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 it's a good it's a good point. It's a good question. I am yeah, not sure. We... I am not sure if this is a is this an individual decision that we should claim that as a as, as our right, or is that a condition for a central authority in terms of who should be allowed to bring trade in bring um, manufactured products into the United States? Well, let, let, let me flip it, uh, the, the scenario, because this is one that's sort of common that popped up on college campuses. But everybody loves to bring out the whipping boy of the, the Nike factory going into some, you know, uh, third world country and opening a sweatshop. And so the idea that, uh, you know, uh, maybe this Nike company comes in and maybe they have kids as young as 10 years old working in the factory. Maybe that's their best opportunity. So right away, it's it's uh, you know hitting our slave. I mean, our child labor laws right away are, are being impacted because yes. they couldn't do that here. And then suppose they're only paying them forty cents an hour or fifty cents an hour uh, to do that work. I, I guess now now certainly you have a lot of kids on college campuses who would say this is outrageous. We shouldn't buy these you know Nike products. Uh, Unless LeBron James is endorsing him, <laughs> I don't know. But, but, uh, but uh, you know, but I mean, we, you know, we shouldn't, you know, uh, be buying these products because this is slave labor and all this. But you know, the question comes down to is, was that that person's free choice and best opportunity? And you can really ask that with a, you know, first maybe remove the layer. Was it a kid? Suppose it was an adult that took that job for fifty cents an hour. Okay, just to, to make it a simpler scenario, if that was their best free opportunity that Nike was offering and it was better than all the other opportunities they had in that country, <clears throat> I, you know, it's one thing for me as an individual to say, well, I still don't like it. I'm not going to buy it. But to, I, I get worried that those types of people are going to get into Joe Biden administration and say, hey, you can't buy those products because that's slave labor. And, you know, and so then they're, they're taking away that best opportunity by edict here but you know then then you know it gets a little more complicated because now introduce the fact that that's a child at 10 years old is that okay you know so i don't know these are complicated things but i I guess i'm a little bit leery of letting joe biden decide all this and 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 i i think you know that i i i would have some some serious pause about about you know central government making these these sorts of decisions but Let's even add something to the scenario. What if it's an American company doing this in a foreign in, a, in foreign lands? What is an American company doing it? Okay, so back no, that's what he meant by Nike. <laughs> yeah. that's, that, that, that's what he was talking about. An American Slave company. Slave labor. Nike. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, my, think... my point is, it is true, Tim, Tim, it's true what you're saying, all right? But my point is, though, is, is if it's an American company doing this in a foreign land, does do we have any jurisdiction on that company? Is that an inspirational, uh, like, epiphany that just popped out? <laughs> no, that was an incoming phone call. <laughs> We thought we thought you got a word from God. Are you going to give us a right answer, Tim? <laughs> the clouds were parting. <laughs> the clouds were parting. Yes. Yeah, but 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 you know, 
Jason, you you're, you raise a good point. Okay, I'm not going to argue that point. But the question then still becomes though: What if it's an American company doing this? Do we have yeah. does that does the does the federal government and or any other authority within the United States have any sort of jurisdiction in order to say, well, no, you can't do this, or should should or, or should we permit that? Yeah, I, you know, because I mean, certainly, what if it was an American company that was going and and grabbing women and forcing them into sex slavery or something in a place where maybe that was legal in some other place? Uh, you know, I, I sure. so uh, yeah, I mean, this does bring into you know play some good questions. I but I, I just I guess it's it's I'm not always sure it's cut and dry. I mean, that one certainly seems egregious because if it truly is sex slavery they're just grabbing women and they have no choice and they're forcing them to do this and if that's legal in a country it sounds like a pretty terrible country but uh you know it's uh um <clears throat> a, wow i mean that, that that would be a, a a pretty straightforward one i would think but even then i mean you know you got the issue where it's a different jurisdiction different laws i you know I don't know. I mean, it, it seemed like that would be the best case, I would think, for putting a, a tariff uh, or, you know, some kind of a, you know, trade block against something. But of course, you you can't really send that product overseas very easily. <laughs> so I don't know. But uh, oh, no, I take that back. You know, I mean, think about the Internet nowadays. Yeah, you know, they put a lot of this stuff overseas on video and then they stream it over here. Okay, yeah. so and then that might be forced labor that you're watching if you happen to be watching that, right? Sure. So that's you know that that's a real case. Then um, should that be illegal? You know, should the government be policing what comes over the internet in that case uh, and cutting off your ability to watch that if it's known that that was not voluntary labor? I guess. Well, then that um, but you know you know you you're so right you know that this this thing. Tim, Tim, you're not saying anything, so I don't know if I'm, I'm continuing off here. I hope I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just gonna. I was just gonna bring up Australia. Uh, what about a government that in, infringes on the freedoms of their population? Should we stop doing uh, trade with Australia because of the tyranny that comes out of those shores? That's what a very think? good point. That's a very good point. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, you know, but this 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 issue surely is 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 is, is um. Is beyond complicated, I would say, because you know you 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 always will come back to the to that central point. Where do you draw the lines? Okay, where do you draw the lines? At what point do you say? At what do we point do you say? No, we we cannot have this. But somebody will ask a the question. These are human beings we are speaking about, and is there anything as that we should recognize as the universal rights of human beings wherever they are? And that is another complicated question, that if we are seeing, like Jason brought up the question of select slavery, if we are seeing that happening in some other country, or, or if it's not sex slavery, maybe it's forced labor, like we probably, that is occurring with the Uyghurs. Do, are, there, um, are there universal rights here that we have to consider in this whole, in this whole debate? I don't know the answer to that, okay? I don't know the answer to that. And, and I don't even know where, what, where, where we would draw that line because if we're going to do anything about it, then it becomes a central government to do something about it, and then it violates every principle of ours, which you know we believe in free trade, we believe in the free enterprise system, 
Um, and I, do, I think I believe in that universally, that the, the free enterprise system should, 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 be, um, should be at work. But um, these issues that feed into that really complicate, complicate our, our, our beliefs and, and, and how we should articulate them. Who's your pretzel daddy now? <laughs> You're picking up that surrender flag now. <laughs> no, you, you know, one thing I would I would want to add though to, to this whole thing is just that I think this is clearly complicated and maybe there are some scenarios where maybe the government should get in, but I think what we should really be after is is liberty oriented people is to just yeah. have a lot less laws in general so that when these really tough scenarios come out we can actually have a reasoned coherent debate and see what our you know have our our leaders debate this yeah. and consider this instead of just you know uh you know an edict none of us are paying attention it's just one of a million laws and you know just throw it on the heap of of, of stuff that's already on our backs uh you know I'd, I'd, I'd much rather you know that we have a society where we're very careful before we put a law in the place. Really think about it. You know, I think we'd be a lot better off. So. Well, I, you know, you know, I, I think I stand on relatively firm ground when I say that the natural rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I think I stand on firm grounds when I say that anything that violates those rights cannot be permitted and cannot be allowed. That is why I'm opposed to abortion, and that's why I would be opposed to slavery, because of those three simple principles. But that only applies within our clearly, to me, the only clear answer comes when we are within the same jurisdiction, United States in this particular case, where we could demand that things be, be changed because they violate those principles. When we get outside the United States, yes, Tim, you're right. I'm I'm in a printer. I am. I definitely am. When I'm outside the United States, I cannot give you a good answer. So yes, you can call me the presser daddy now. <laughs> it is funny, you know, when you brought up too that one extra complicating thing when you brought up abortion. I mean, consider in China, they literally were forcing an abortion policy on the whole country. And so I mean, yes. should we have been you know, restricting trade with ourselves, with them, because that was a restriction on their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. I, yes. you know, it just really gets murky when you get outside our border. <laughs> yeah, of course, it does. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Early, early. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. Guess. I don't know if we, we have come to a, a universal resolution here. I think, I think uh, we have resolution within, within a jurisdiction, the United States, but I don't think we have anything outside the United States. I don't know what the answer is, quite frankly. I'm not sure. Well, I, I, my, my personal thought, I just mentioned it, but I, I just think, you know, maybe, you know, we should just be really, really cautious if we are going to put something on and, and really consider it as a country, not be something that we just do as a knee jerk. You know, one of many things that gets slid into a bill that none of us know about until after it happened. Because quite frankly, I didn't even know about this restriction on trade with the Uyghurs, uh, or I mean, with China it, it, regarding the Uyghurs until after it happened. I mean, I really yeah. didn't even know that had been done. And that just shows you the complication of our government and everything that's being done, you know, that you're having your rights, because it's your rights that are being restricted. If they're saying you can't 
you know, uh, engage with those people overseas. And the fact that my rights were restricted and I didn't even know about it until later. So anyway. So that um, get, and which gets back to the poison of big government, you know, and, and, and the lack of transparency of transparency yeah. in big government. That gets right back to the issue that they are doing things that are impacting us, impacting our rights, impacting our liberties. And we don't know about it until after the fact. You know, that's a real problem. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Tim, going once, going yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah. well, I shot my wad and it wasn't very good. So there you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> Well, on, on that uh, optimistic note, <laughs> we'll wrap up this overtime session. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us, and we'll see you at the next one. Stay free. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, always and forever. Thank you for listening to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. Find us on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, your favorite podcast network, and at knuckleheadsofliberty.com.